When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX at PHNX at our beautiful new studio with our new microphones that I don't I'm going to mess that up all show. We're going to mess it up. We're going to mess it up all show long. <laughs> I'm next to this guy. Of course, I am your mayor of this building. I don't know. Does that work? Am I the mayor of the building? Um, I mean, I think there's like does probably the building, thousands of offices in this building. But does the building so have a mayor is my question. They probably don't. We'll decide and that later. What we've learned is that if a if an establishment doesn't have a mayor, then Derek just sort of claims it and it doesn't take him particularly long to do so. That's the way it works. So. That's the so. way the electoral process works. Of course, <laughs> I am your mayor of PHNX, Derek Montia. This guy is the vice mayor of PHNX, the one and only Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. Derek, it feels like it's been a long time since the Diamondbacks have played baseball. And I know it's been like a day. It's been like a day. It's been like a day. But it just feels like it's uh, been a long time. It feels like it's been even longer since you and I have been in the same room. That is also doing this show. Yes. So, of course, we thank you guys for being here. Uh, Josh said, did I make a written promise not to hit the furniture in the new studio? If you'll notice, I am batless right now. And, of course, <laughs> I think that answers your question, Josh. I think we have a no bat Derek we rule no in, the new, uh, in the new more, office. More furniture does not like if I hit the furniture. So, uh, of course, shout out to them for furnishing our office. It's so beautiful because of them. Uh, and it's the hard work that people put in, including PD and myself, by the way, which I would like to uh, I would like to point out. Do we have a what is going on? Do we have what a is super happening? Chat? What is going on? A $50 super chat from Elizabeth. Oh, my God. That's the burrito sore herself. Thank you so much. She says happy one year. Thanks for the D-backs coverage I've been dreaming about since 98. Wow. Thank you, Elizabeth. I'm so emotional right now. I'm so touched. Uh, Thank you so much. You guys mean the world to us, especially all of you that have been here, uh, you know, since day one, since we were doing it in our in our bedrooms and our offices this year. It's been a crazy year. And today is our one year anniversary of the first time of you and me doing this show together. That's really crazy to think it about. Doesn't it feels our, like ten? Years. Our first show was yeah. a year ago today, and I was uh, my studio in Washington was in my room. I was set up in like a corner of my of my room in my tiny little Washington apartment. That's right. That I was living in at the time, and I think at that point, I believe I had met you once in person ever. That is true. We did that our first true. show, and we like barely knew each other's Didn't names. We, I mean, so I'm it sure was we've uh, told this story before, but Jesse and I years ago had met before PHNX was even a thing. Before it was even a glimmer in Brandon Spano's eye, we were we were meeting up. Uh, and this guy was basically asking me if it was worth it to keep doing it, right? Uh, yeah, in, in I no, think that's in, accurate. In no shorter terms, is it worth it to keep doing it? Well, folks, it was worth it. It was and worth it. I want to say this. I'm going to get all mushy on this episode because it's Ooh. one year anniversary. But uh, I have enjoyed doing this show with you. You are like family to me. Aww. And uh, it's been a blast. I mean, it's been a blast. And all of you guys are like family to us. So we thank you guys so much for always being here with us, for making this year so much fun. And 
honestly, uh, you guys say we make D-backs coverage fun. You guys make D-backs coverage fun. Yeah. Uh, without you guys on Twitter, here in the chat, uh, in our Discord, it would not be what it is. So we can't thank you guys enough for supporting us, for watching the show, uh, for spending your lunch with us. I, I know sometimes you want to watch Netflix on your lunch. I get it. But you guys are here with us all the time, and we appreciate it so much. So thank you uh, for helping us reach this point. This is just the beginning, folks. Uh, year two is going to be so much better than year one. Uh, trust us, me and this guy, we can walk to the ballpark from here. So we this can. studio, mwah, chef's kiss. I, uh, I We may dreamed. sweat like crazy walking yeah, to the ballpark. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> you can sweat. take those scooters. That's right. We'll take oh, the little, we'll yeah, take we'll little, little scooters, bird scooters yeah, down there. It's yeah, like I three like blocks away. This guy's worried about sweating. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> true. You, you, you never adapted from Everyone is constantly sweating here. That's how it is. Including so. in this studio. <laughs> including lights, in here. These lights give off still a lot working, of oh, man, a Still lot working on the airflow. <laughs> These lights are hot, but uh, of course we do have news to talk about. Lots of news, Diamondbacks news, even on an off day uh, yesterday. The Diamondbacks optioned Tommy Henry uh, to AAA Reno and recalled Taylor Widener. Uh, something that isn't too surprising considering Tommy Henry's struggles lately. And of course, yeah. uh, trying to get him right. Obviously still has lots of options left being a rookie. And, you know, I think that that it's probably the best move for right now because it doesn't seem like he was uh, being very efficient uh, on this team. Yeah, it was it's it's been a struggle for Tommy Henry in his last couple starts. I mean, eight and a third innings, 12 earned runs, right? I mean, it's just not it's not the kind of outcome that you can really deal with for very long, right? Especially as the stakes have gotten higher here in Arizona, the Diamondbacks are really trying to win games and you know, they have sort of a next man up um situation here where if you know, if Tommy Henry is struggling, there are other guys um, they can fill that role. We don't really know what they're going to do with this spot at this point. Uh, some people have suspected that maybe this is the beginning of the Brandon Fott era um, for the Diamondbacks, which would be super exciting. If you don't know anything about Brandon Fott, um, he has a sub three ERA in the Pacific Coast League. And that's about all you need to that's know about to Brandon know. Fott. Well, he's that, been he's that a, good. He's a huge fan of this show, too, by the way. He, he shows is, up in yes. the chat. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, allegedly, yes. Um, <laughs> I don't but, know which one of you troublemakers that really is, but <laughs> we appreciate you. But he's, I mean, he's the kind of guy who really could be a, like a mid-rotation, potentially top of the rotation starter sure. um, for the Diamondbacks. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of potential here uh, for Brandon Fott to contribute, but we don't really know what's, what the deal is going to look like um, without Tommy Henry here. The Diamondbacks have talked about using a six-man rotation uh, in preparation for a doubleheader happening in L.A., um, uh, in a couple weeks from now. So you figure they still are going to need six pitchers to, to get through, um, to get through that period of time. So I don't know where this is, uh, where this is going to go, but sending down Tommy Henry means he has to be, he has to stay there for at least 10 days. So this, he's going to miss at least one start, uh, because of this move. As it stands right now with the upcoming series against the Colorado Rockies, the series will be kicking off with Zach Davies leading the way for the Diamondbacks in game one, Madison Bumgarner in game two and Zach Gallen in game three. So right now it's still to be determined who's going to start in their series against the Dodgers. And they do have the four game with the double header against the Dodgers. So uh, like you said, it's, this is that stretch that they needed the six, uh, the, the extra pitcher for. And uh, now they've sent Tommy Henry down. I will say uh, uh, Michael McDermott in the comments says Henry is still a candidate to pitch yeah. in the double header since that's the 20th. Correct. Right. And not only that, but I mean, this would allow him to go down and get another start in Reno in between now and then versus basically having him have potentially a long layoff in between starts. But uh, I, I'm, I'm okay with this lineup going against Colorado Rockies. I like Zach Davies very much. He's been on fire lately. 
Madison Bumgarner kind of got himself right in his last start. And most importantly, we have our guy, uh, the milkman, Zach Gallon, delivering in game three, and which could be potentially history for Zach Gallon. Uh, a lot of potential history to be made in that game, not only franchise history, but even Major League Baseball history. Let's take a look at what Zach Gallon has been doing since August 8th because it's been pretty impressive. Uh, he obviously has the scoreless streak that we've been talking about so much. 41. It's old news. It's old news. 41.1 <laughs> innings pitched, yawn. Uh, just, the, <laughs> just the second longest streak in franchise history. No big deal. Uh, could pass Brandon Webb in this game. Most importantly, uh, it's the longest scoreless streak in Major League Baseball since 2015 when Zach Granke did it. So that right there, I think, is an impressive feat because that's yeah. that's that's seven years since someone has gone this amount of time uh, scoreless. Basically, you know, yeah, I mean, six consecutive starts of six scoreless innings is tied for the Major League Baseball record, which we've talked about with the aforementioned Zach Granke, also with. Don Drysdale and a couple of other big names as far as that is concerned. So yeah. he could set, he could make history if he gets through this next start against the Rockies scoreless once again with six innings pitched. Uh, five and one record in those six starts. And he's just been damn good. Obviously, a 0.0 ERA. Uh, scoreless means that. <laughs> That's right? sort of how it That's works. That's how yeah. scoreless, you know, kind of works. But uh, a 122 opponent batting average, 46 strikeouts, and eight walks. That's uh, some of the Diamondbacks pitchers have eight walks in an inning, it feels like. So, I mean, it's incredible to see the efficiency that he's had on the bump. Yeah, I mean, 2015, that Zach Greinke streak, that was that was the year that Zach Greinke had, I want to say, a 1.66 yeah. ERA or something ridiculous with the Dodgers. innings for the Dodgers, yep. And that was also, I mean, that was the season he was coming off of, you know, when the Diamondbacks brought him to Arizona, right? Yep. Uh, that's why they had to pay over $200 million for a guy in his 30s <laughs> because he had a sub-2 ERA the year prior, right? Um, yeah, I mean, Zach Gallon has put himself in, in rare company, right? There's There's no getting around that. Um, Sunday's game is going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. It's uh, going to be difficult. He's he's one inning away from the franchise record, right? Brandon Webb's franchise record of 42 innings set back in 2007. Um, Zach Gallon being at 41 in the third, he would break that record by throwing a scoreless first inning, uh, which at Coors Field is not necessarily the easiest thing in the world like, to do. I don't like the odds of that. Yeah. Really but uh, I think, do you think that the pressure would be off once he does that? Do you think he really cares about like, I don't know. Here's what, here's he's, what I've he's learned. He's making it sound like he doesn't care at all. He doesn't care he's, at all. Wait, but I don't believe that. I don't. Well, <laughs> you know, he, he, his, his explanation to us about why a no-hitter wasn't really that big of a deal was actually a good argument for it. Like, the things he told me and Jesse in the clubhouse about why he, like a no-hitter wasn't that impressive but a perfect game was. I mean, I know, obviously, the difference in the number that have occurred historically in Major League Baseball, but yeah. just also how much, a, you know, what a difference it means to him personally, what a no-hitter means. Like, they, they, everybody has different levels of appreciation for these feet, but uh, Zach Gallon does seem to come off as cool as he does when he's doing these interviews or whatever. I mean, that's just him, right? So, like, I would believe that he doesn't care, but I think he would like to set the franchise record. I feel like that is he basically said, like, I might as well. Like, I'm right. I'm like right there. So, like, might as well. well. That's that's literally word for word. He said, I might as well try is what Zach Gallon said, Um, which I think I really hope that the Diamondbacks send uh, Brandon Webb 
uh, on the road trip, which I don't think they normally do. Brandon yeah. Webb is still oh, yeah. is, yeah. is usually just a broadcaster at Chase Field yeah, he should for home there. games. But, um, but they, I mean, you really like if ever there was a time where you should get Brandon Webb out on the road um, to send, do some to do some color. Send him down to the analysis. visiting clubhouse to interview him after the game. There you, you go. know, have him be the post game reporter. Yeah, instead of Todd Walsh or Jody yeah. Jackson, yeah. you just send down Brandon Webb. That would be that would be hilarious. That'd be great. Uh, I do love that about Zach Gallon. He reminds me of the kid in school that didn't really have to try to get straight A's, right? Like, it was mm. almost infuriating. He wouldn't do his homework. He'd barely show up in class. You know, he didn't look like he was ever actually understanding the information, but yet somehow he got an A-plus at the end of the right. semester. Oh, he's that kid, you know. Uh, but I'm glad I'm glad he's on our side. That's all I'll say about that. Uh, of course, uh, Gallon's run has been, you know, fantastic to watch. And he's the National League Player of the Week last week, as well as the National League Pitcher of the Month uh, for the month of August. So Player of the Week doesn't even seem like significant anymore. It's like, yeah, he just won Pitcher of the Month. I mean, it's one <laughs> week. Like, Well, Player of the Week's significant <laughs> because usually, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a little bit easier for a position player to win that with the frequency that they play. Right. That's fair. Yeah. And, and as a starter, you need two starts. Right. Like if you only start once, it's I mean, I and guess if you throw in a perfect game or something, maybe they give it to you. But other than that, it's going to be pretty tough. They also have to be pretty impressive starts. Right. In order for you to be considered for that. So, yeah. Uh, again, kudos to Zach Gallon. Um, I believe you might have written a piece or two about Zach Gallon over at GoPHNX.com. I don't know if you guys know about our website. If you only watch us on this show. You may or may not have heard me talk about this, but we have a little website called uh, GoPHNX.com. We actually have a piece coming on Zach Gallant's candidacy for the Cy Young Award, oh, which he went a couple there. months ago it. would have seemed absolutely crazy. And I'm Correct. still not, I'm not going to, I'll give you the spoiler right now. He's not the front runner, oh. but he's put him, doing? he's put himself into the conversation. Don't give it away for free. Make people go read it. I like, I'm a kind person, Derek. Okay. I like to, I like to be giving. <sighs> But in order to get the entire article, you will have to be a subscriber. So <laughs> there go, he is. go ahead. Go ahead. There he is. He's giving you just a little bit, making you just come a little, over just a little nugget. Sign up for a membership if you haven't done so already. Get yourself an annual membership. It'll come with a free t shirt like this beauty, this Seth Cervasa <laughs> job. I'm putting this down, Jesse. Look at this guy. Oh, we miss you, Seth. There you what go. A, speaking of that, what an opening day. All right. Remember opening day? <laughs> remember how long ago that was? You were just a little bubble on the screen back then. I was. Now you're a full-grown man sitting next go. to me. I'm so proud of you. But anyway. Did you see uh, what Michael put in the comments just what now? You just described my run through high school perfectly. I figured as much. <laughs> we you, all hate you now, you Michael. I'm sorry. You strike me as that, Michael. <laughs> of course you are. But, uh, of course, if you don't want the annual membership, get yourself the month-to-month -month membership. You'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Regardless of your status, you will get access to our members-only Discord, which is the absolute best place to be an Arizona Diamondbacks fan as well as members-only discounts from the phnxlocker.com where you get this shirt from. Go check out the locker. If you're not a member, see what you like, see what you want, and then maybe you sign up for that annual membership. Get yourself a free uh, T-shirt. Also, if you're watching us right now on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, God bless you. Thank you for being here. Make sure to subscribe to this channel. Sign up for notifications so you don't miss when any of our wonderful shows go live. And also, if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, Make sure to subscribe there as well. Leave us a five-star review if you feel like Jesse deserves it. We're going to base all reviews on Jesse's merit from this point forward. So uh, it, this has nothing to do with me. I'm out of it. Now, you gotta, now you're hurting his feelings if you don't give us a five-star <laughs> review. But uh, I did hurt his feelings yesterday when I smashed him in Battleship, you by did. the way. You did. Uh, we had ourselves a fun little PHNX meeting. And we want to thank our friends over at Snakes and Lattes in Tempe for having us. It was an absolute blast. Like... 
the incredible amount of board games they have. It was overwhelming. Uh, Jesse and I it went was. over to pick a game, and I chose Scrabble. <laughs> Scrabble. Which was me, incredible. Against this guy. Why? I, I Why grew up I playing that? Scrabble, and I'll be honest with you, Derek. Battleship, you got me, you would not have Yeah, he would have. He would have torn up in Scrabble. No but way. luckily, we look, took one look at it. We realized it was one of the old school ones. You had to like flip the tiles over and do like, no, we weren't having all that. So <laughs> we went to a little easier game. But the incredible amount of games they had out there. <laughs> Scrabble was, was just too hard. It was just, Scrabble was too, it was too much. It was too much. Plus <laughs> we went guy, and played uh, Battleship instead. This guy really oversold his uh, skills. He was like, I haven't played a lot of games, but I played Scrabble. <laughs> he said it with such certainty. It was terrifying. But anyway. Uh, yeah, Michael McDermott says never challenge a guy who writes for a living to scrabble. Yeah. By the right. way, Derek, mm. I feel like we'd make a great team in what was the game we played? Categories? No, it was uh, catchphrase. Catchphrase because catchphrase. we were Ooh. on different teams, but Derek and I were getting each other. Yeah. We like kept making eye yeah. contact because we were getting it when she, nobody else was. We and her could like like one word catchphrases, <laughs> and we would have been killing people. But yeah, that was another fun game we played. You can play all these games over at Snakes and Lattes, so make sure uh, to check them out. Thank you again for having us out uh, for our meeting. Make sure to check them out on Instagram at Snakes and Lattes Tempe uh, and go out there. Have some fun. They have beer. They have lattes. They have food. They're wonderful food. By wonderful the way, I had food. a Nashville chicken sandwich. It was incredible. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, please support them because it's uh, not a lot of places to go play board games. And I'll tell you, they had the most board games I've ever seen a place like this have. So I love the nostalgia section. That's where Mostly we, yeah, because those are the we, only yeah. games that I knew how right, to play. Right, right. But it, they have some incredible, some incredible stuff there. <laughs> Sequence and yeah, you know, yeah, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, life, back a lot Monopoly, of yeah. all of those wonderful. Games and this guy said he's like a he's, a, he's a king of life, and I'm like that's a humble brag. But uh, <laughs> speaking of another one of our kings of the diamond, uh, Josh Roas was named D backs Roberto Clemente nominee for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And if you're not familiar with the Roberto Clemente Award. Uh, it's a recognition of a, a player who represents the game of baseball through extraordinary character, community involvement, philanthropy, and positive contributions both on and off the field. And the reason why I found this interesting is you don't really see – like we get a lot of press releases from the Diamondbacks telling us about the stuff that the players are doing outside of you know playing the game, right? So yeah. we get notified when they go and do a lot of these philanthropies. Nah, I'm not even going to try to say that. Philanthropy. Uh, philanthropy. Yeah, that, I, could, I should have just Don't said, even was, try to say uh, philanthropy. Yeah, philanthropy. I would have laughed at you gonna, so hard. I was going to support so hard. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, you know, and, and Josh Rojas's name, to be honest, doesn't really come up, I think, very much because a lot of the stuff he does is just stuff he does. Like he's here from here in the Valley. So uh, we found out that he uh, hosts free camps and clinics for youth baseball in the West Valley, which is, you know, where he's from. Yeah. He also donated gear to Millennium High School in Goodyear, where he played. And uh, at the evening on the Diamond Gala, which the Arizona Diamondbacks hold every year, uh, Rojas, uh, they they auctioned off a truck. So And for $120,000, which raised money for youth baseball and scholarships uh, for high school athletes. So, a like, truck for $120,000? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, hey, you know, I mean, there's, there, there's a lot of good that he does, and I almost feel like it's even kind of – at least to me, it's kind of that much more respectable that he does it under the radar like that. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously the Diamondbacks really aren't trying to like, you know, make a big deal about this stuff, but they do want to shed a light on the stuff that their players are doing, especially with us in the media. They want us to know when they're doing this stuff. So it's not just about what their contributions are on the field. Like this award, it's about what they're doing off the field. And 
I just find it, I find it very cool that Josh Rojas, who is from here, uh, is nominated for this award. Uh, he's one of 16 first-time nominees uh, for the, this award. So a lot of young guys are contributing in, in Major League Baseball to, to their communities, and it's, it's a wonderful thing to see. Yeah, I mean, they consider it like the highest honor in, in Major League Baseball, sure. essentially. I mean, right, I guess what you do off the field is oftentimes more important than what you do on the field in yeah. some ways. So, um, yeah, I mean, Josh Rojas, there's there's no question, like just talking to him in the clubhouse and getting to know the guy is, no, I mean, he's just one of the nicest people in the Diamondbacks locker room. There's there's no question about right. it. Um, no matter how much he looks like he always wants to fight someone on yeah. the field. Yeah, oh, on the right? field, he's a menace. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. an absolute terror, right? But off the field, uh, a fantastic human being. So uh, that's fan it's great to hear. And like I said, it's it was almost surprising to me a bit because, like I said, I I don't really see him getting a lot of that spotlight for the stuff he does. So uh, kudos to him for contributing to our community and and giving back, especially to the high school that that you know he played at and and you know the community that helped make him the ball player he is. Right. All right. So Michael McDermott in the comments says, if you are a baseball player and can only win one award, would you rather have the Roberto Clemente Award or the MVP? <sighs> That's like a character thing. Yeah, right? that's I a mean, <laughs> MVP. I, that's that, I, that's a hard comparison. There's other awards I think that would be a little bit closer to the Roberto Clemente Award, but MVP is such an incredible honor when it comes to baseball, right? There's so many players. Plus, as our GM over here is doing this, <laughs> the money involved with MVP is much more. But you know, the Roberto Clemente Award. That's especially to win it because he's just the nominee for our team. All thirty yeah, teams there's have a thirty nominee. nominees. Yeah, so. To win the award, I think, just shows how much you care about your community and what you're doing with, you know, the extraordinary opportunity that's been given to you, the money that comes with your position as a professional athlete and everything you're doing yeah. to just give back to your community. And not only that, but to be considered the most philanthropic. 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 Yeah. Philanthropic. Saul's right. I was wrong. Philanthropic. Ah, you got Jesse. <laughs> Uh, but to be considered that in all of MLB is pretty, uh, pretty damn impressive. So, I mean, uh, Ben says the answer that like Ben said MVP. It is and MVP. like, I that's mean, that's the answer. I yeah. Mean, I'm, I mean, if I'm being honest, yes, MVP. But that's just because, uh, you know, I'm not I'm, I'm not Josh Rojas. I'm not a kind person like that. You know that. So so spe that. so speaking of uh, Judge or Otani. Why are you doing this to me? Otani. It's always going to be Otani for me, okay. no matter all what. Right. The, what he does as a pitcher, when you look at the Los Angeles Angels page for team leaders and he leads every category in pitching and offense, <laughs> how can yeah. he not be the MVP? Well, like, he he, also, he also plays for the Angels, uh, <laughs> for the record. So, like, being at the top of their leaderboard is a little different than, well, yeah. Well, can only do so much. I know, right? He's trying to do it all <laughs> himself. He's trying to do everything. Uh, he is. <laughs> I mean, in, I guess there's the NL MVP conversation, too, but we... We won't. We won't go there. Ben, I will absolutely not do that. Thank you, though, for trying. Um, <laughs> MLB rule changes are happening. Uh, our friend Rock, who is normally known as our collectible guru, was not very happy about these rule changes. Really? Yeah. What are you? What are your thoughts on the rule changes? What are you doing over here? Oh, I love them. I love them. Why? Speed the fucking game up. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's. He's not wrong. He's not fucking wrong. You want to speed the game up? Not to mention the fact that I mean. You guys, you have guys out there wearing oven mitts to make sure that they don't jam their fingers or get injured sliding <laughs> into a base. Is that the official name for those? Do we oven call mitts? them? Are they called yeah, oven mitts? They should be uh, base, base running oven mitts. And uh, I think that you know the fact that they want to make the bases bigger isn't that big of a deal. 
I think the shift sucks. Like, like keeping the, the shift, shift, keeping the shift yeah, sucks. You want this, it gone? I, I want it gone. I, I think the shift sucks. I want more offense in baseball, even though I am habitually a person complaining about how long baseball games are, which that's not going to help in any way. This that's just going to create more offense and make longer games. But I don't care about that because I, what I care about is like, you know, a, an actual ability for a player to, you know, have a natural side he hits to and be able to maybe every once in a while eke a freaking ball through over there. Yeah, I mean, I feel like when it comes to the shift, I honestly, I think there's a decent case to be made um, in favor of the shift and keeping the shift, um, which I I think a lot of people may disagree with me on. But um, the issue, and I'm curious what you think about this, Derek, the issue with um, with getting rid of the shift is that you're kind of catering the game to a very certain type of player. Right there, there's this type of player that baseball has been kind of moving toward uh, for years now, really, uh, who is, you know, sort of a free swinging power hitter type who strikes out a lot and probably, you know, maybe walks a decent amount, too. I think I think having the shift in play uh, sort of makes it so that that type of player is limited in some ways, right? Yeah. There's still there's still a use to being a you know a slap hitter who can hit the ball to all fields and you know which a lot of people view as a more exciting brand of baseball, right? When the ball is in play more, when guys are are you know going the other way, when there's just more action on the field yeah. rather than more swing and miss, right? Right. right. So. That's my one concern with with um, getting rid of the shift is that you're basically telling those players who who struggle to go the other way, you know, who don't have a very diverse like offensive profile. You're telling those players like that's OK, like you win, like we're not going to try to limit you from from continuing to do that. And I, I think there may be some some drawbacks to that in the long run. Um but we'll, I mean, we'll see. I think it will be, it'll, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how, how it changes the game. The Diamondbacks, I do think, we've talked about this before, will be at a disadvantage because they are one of the best teams in baseball at shifting yeah. and not being able to shift is going to limit their defense pretty significantly. So there's a lot of factors here, but I do understand that, you know, it's frustrating. I think, I think as a fan, it's frustrating, like watching a game and, and seeing a ball off the bat and knowing like, Oh, that's going to be a hit. Like, oh, that was like right up the middle or yeah, something. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, the second baseman is standing on second base. Right, like, right, what? Right. So your your instincts will probably start to serve you a little bit better, I guess, is, is maybe one advantage. But there's a lot of different factors that go into this. I hate the idea of limiting what a baseball can, team can do defensively. I think that part sucks, right? But what we've so seen. So the Diamondbacks should be able to play four outfielders, five outfielders? Exactly. Yeah. He gets okay. It. He gets All right. Me. <laughs> uh, what about what about the other rule changes besides the shift? Do you care about anything else that's happening? I think the pitch clock is significant, and I don't I don't dislike the pitch clock. I'm I am much very much in favor of the pitch clock. Even if someone haven't they been kind of honoring the pitch clock already for what two years now? Um, like in major league games, they like show it on the screen, but it doesn't. Nobody cares. And that, I've, no I've talked to the guy in the Diamondbacks uh, <laughs> press box who controls it, and. And he just openly acknowledged, like, yeah, what I do is kind of pointless. Like, I, <laughs> like I run this timer that nobody pays any attention to. Um, but next year will start to matter, right? So yeah. it's it's 15 seconds. That's how long you have um, if there's nobody on base to to deliver a pitch. And it's 20 seconds if there is someone on base. Um, some Diamondbacks pitchers, not all, but some Diamondbacks pitchers, that is going to make a, a significant difference, I think. Yeah. Um, Zach Gallen is one in particular. 
Um, when he doesn't have anyone on base, Zach Gallen works fairly quickly. Sure. But once Zach Gallen has someone on base, he starts to work very slowly. And so I think particularly on that part of his game, uh, he's going to have to speed things up a little bit. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. It led to 26-minute shorter games in the minor leagues. You're talking about going from about a three-hour game to almost a two-and-a-half-hour game, which even as someone who adores baseball and will watch five <laughs> hours of it if I have to, that I think that's good for the sport in the long run to cut, you know, cut down the length and make it a little bit more approachable for people who aren't quite as into the game going into it. Yep. Um, and uh, I, I agree. I, I don't have any problem with it. You know, I want the game to go shorter and I think that's the way to do it. You just want to be able to leave faster. That's exactly you just want to be able to go. That's home exactly sooner. it. He's not wrong. <laughs> I don't want to leave at 1030 anymore. 11 o'clock at night. That's for the birds. Um, I will say this though about the pitch clock currently running is at least it's not a shock to the system when they implement it, right? Like these pitchers have been used to seeing it up there and to a certain degree, it's been you know, subconsciously making them speed up anyway because it's running yeah. up there and they see it and all of that. So sure. I think there is a purpose to it being up there. But yeah. our friend in the press box, yeah. We 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 we're looking forward to you actually having a purpose. <laughs> yeah, imagine how much clock. meaning you'll have in his life. Yeah, like, you're he'll just be have so important so much. In game. We appreciate that. Uh, we'll have to send him some OGs if he wants them. But hey, you guys could go pick up some OGs from our friends at OGs, the number one selling gummy in the state of Arizona. Of course, they have a wide variety of flavors, wide variety of doses and strains for you to choose from. They're all about flavoring life, and so are we. That's why we partnered together with them for the Flavoring Life Sweepstakes. One lucky winner entering over at gophnx.com is going to win yourself three bags of OGs gummies, including my favorite orange creamsicle. You're going to get yourself an OG's hat, a PHNX shirt of your choice, not the one that I'm wearing there. That's open shirt Derek, occasional uh, habitual line stepper and closer for the Diamondbacks. Uh, you also get yourself a PHNX annual membership. So go sign up now at gophnx.com or click the link below in our show notes. Also, check out our friends at ogsbrands.com or on Instagram at ogsbrands. Uh, you can also find their products at your local dispensary. Must be 21 years or older to purchase Jesse, I was featured in their newsletter. Yeah, really? Dispatch. Really? Yes. You're just it's, all over their everything me. these yeah. days. Yeah. Huh? I, they, hey, it's a mutual love. I love OGs. They love me back. Uh, I am 40% OGs, even right even right now as we speak. But uh, again, make sure to check them out. Uh, it must be 21 years or older to purchase. Uh, and speaking of 21 years or older to purchase, make sure to check out also our friends at Four Peaks Brewing Company, uh, where we will be this Saturday starting at 3.30 p.m. for the ASU Watch Party as the Sun Devils take on Oklahoma State. Enjoy the wonderful food. And by that, of course, we mean the chicken tendies. Uh, also, drink specials and one hell of a good time watching our Sun Devils on a massive screen. Check our link in the show notes to sign up for free. Uh, it's a free watch party. They just want to they just want you to RSVP if you can. So that way we know how many people to expect. Also, uh, if you're not able to join us out at the Four Peaks 8th Street Pub, uh, pick yourself up some Four Peaks at your local grocery store. Bring it home. Enjoy it with us while you watch ASU uh, kick the hell out of Oklahoma State. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. And enjoy responsibly, please. Uh, Jesse, one year. One year of us doing this. I still can't believe it. I still can't believe that we're in this office finally. It's a beautiful space. Uh, Josh Hunt asks, is there a mayor of OGs? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> is there? I don't think there not, is. Not that I'm aware of, no. Oh, Josh. Josh might be my <laughs> vice mayor of OGs. We're going to have to work that deal out. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Derek, but like 
most like corporations, small businesses do not have a mayor. Like that's not like a normal. <laughs> that's, a, that's a huge thing. mistake on their part because <laughs> we do here. And this is that guy. Uh, but Jesse, of course, our one year has been filled with uh, quite quite the ups and downs for the Arizona Diamondbacks yeah. specifically, and it was for us. Tank season was right? our was the tank rally cry a year the, ago, yeah. right? We were wearing tank tops. So Baxter was in a tank top. I think at one point we had Baxter in a tank top in a tank. Drinking Tanqueray. Uh, that's how into tank season we were. But <laughs> now uh, we've gone from that to covering the lockout. I mean, we went from covering one of the worst seasons <laughs> in franchise history to covering one of the worst uh, situations potentially in baseball history, right? I yeah. Mean, the beginning of, of the, the PHNX Diamondback story oh, is a very shaky. dark, is a very dark <laughs> story. Yeah, it's not. Shaky is best. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, but look at where we're at now. We we got the, the the kings of the diamond, uh, our risk king, Geraldo Perdomo, our young king, Alec <laughs> Thomas, our speedy king, Corbin Carroll. Uh, our, of course, our short king, Dalton Marshall, <laughs> who, uh, like Michael McDermott said earlier, is going to be the guy that's going to get the most money from the shift being banned forever. But uh, it's just exciting. The future is exciting. Ryan Nelson, a lot of the other pieces that have come together for this team. Obviously, Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly being the first back-to-back uh, National League yeah. pitchers of the month for this team since Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson did it. There's just so much excitement uh, surrounding this team right now. And I know yeah. that they're they're in a hole that's hard to dig themselves out of at this point. And that's the reason why, as fun as it was to dream about the playoffs last week and early this week, I really <laughs> felt like the Padres season what, or Padres series was the thing that that ended it for them, which is fine. You know, we said every game was critical and they needed to play perfect baseball. Uh, they nearly did in that series, but unfortunately they still have some shortcomings that expose themselves and mostly the bullpen being that. Yeah. Right? But yeah, uh, it's still been just an absolute fun uh, season year. I just can't believe where we're at right now versus where we were at on September 9th. 2021 so yeah uh, it's it's been a lot of fun what what has been your favorite part about this transition for you because mm. i've been here this whole time i've been doing this i've been in the studio i've been helping i built a brick wall what did i i me and pd <laughs> together built a brick wall but we Derek built a brick put wall. in his blood sweat and tears i put in my that. c yes when you see it later oh, on, on a show record, later in the day it's gorgeous it's it, it is gorgeous it is gorgeous you were gonna take yeah. it away from me so I, I was yeah PD, i was like no i'll just i'll just let you take yeah, all the credit you want you're the one that has gone from being in a uh apartment bedroom uh to now moving back here home and covering this team that uh, you grew up doing Greg Schulte interviews about. So oh my gosh, what is your what is your feelings on being here one year later from where we were at? So first, I want to say, and I know I'm I'm really going out there by saying this. Some of you are going to be shocked by this. Uh oh, me and this guy are very different, and I know that's shocking. Like I know people what? are yeah. I know we seem like we're exactly the same. Um, but believe it or not, two peas in a pod. Right? Yeah, two peas in a pod, oh. right? Uh, believe it or not, we're uh, we're just very different people in general. We literally but couldn't be more different. We literally there couldn't be no more different. Is all we're trying we to say. Two different human beings. But what's what's incredible is that I think we we basically turn that into an asset, right? So like, if you're one of the you know more nerdy baseball fan types, 
then that's why Derek. No, that's why I'm here. <laughs> um, and so, you know, if you want to talk about, you know, FIP and, and weighted runs created plus and all that's those things, um, you know, I'm writing about that stuff all the time. Uh, whereas if you're, you know, more want to get high and go eat hot dogs <laughs> at the ballpark. <laughs> Let's get, let's get it on, right? Let's go. You could, I couldn't have said it better than that. So, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think just that, that dynamic is, is we hope is, is cool for you guys. Just that no matter what you're looking for in your Diamondbacks coverage, we hope that we're providing that for you in, in one way or another. And, and that's only going to grow over time, right? As we, um, you know, I just got out here like a couple months ago still. So, um, this is all still, you know, very new sort of in some ways us like actually being here and doing the show together. And uh, we're still coming up with new segment ideas and all sorts of things. So there's lots of new, exciting stuff coming your way. Um, but we're excited to just be doing this and to know that, like, no matter where you find yourself as a baseball fan and like what type of content you're interested in consuming, we think we have the ability to provide that. And so uh, come on board, bring your friends, leave us five star reviews. Um, I guess it's not just because of what you think of me. It could be what you think of Derek, too. If you think I'm boring and you just want me to shut up talking about numbers, <laughs> maybe you're leaving your review thinking about him more than me. Um, but it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. I want to say this. And I mean, I guess this kind of transcends just doing a podcast together is like uh, I think we've made each other better people. I think we've made each other more well-rounded. And I think that it's kind I, of, I don't a, know if I go that far. Oh, come on. We're, it's a testimony to getting to know people who aren't like you, because me and this guy really don't have much else in common besides baseball, but we've baseball and battleship, we, uh, baseball and battleship. Yeah, That's pretty much it. Yeah. There, you it. I was going to call it ballpark snacks and anxiety attacks. That's a, whole, that's a whole other thing. Right. But, uh, of course, uh, it's been an absolute blast to do it with him. And I want to say this, that Jesse is an honest, honestly, one of, in my opinion, one of the best writers that we have here at gophnx.com. And I'm absolutely honored to work with him and to have him covering this team. Uh, I know that things are going to change right over the next year. There's a good chance that we might uh, add some more people to this show. There's a good chance Jesse might be out at the ballpark more. But in a short amount of time, he has really done an excellent job, not only of writing incredibly unique pieces but getting to know the players like i love watching jesse interview players because about two minutes into talking to them you see their faces change with knowing they're initially talking. they're just so put off they're by so me. annoyed with him it's like this kid is the worst and then you see them light up because jesse actually just knows so much about this game and i feel like once they start conversing with him they know that they're talking to a true baseball mind. I'm lucky to have you as a co-host to balance me out. And we are lucky to have you guys here watching us for the last year, because uh, of course we can't do it without you and we do it for you. So we thank you. And we hope that we bring you the coverage that, that we're hoping to bring you. We hope you, that it is like Elizabeth said uh, something you've been hoping for since 1998, that that's going to make me cry tonight. I'm going to tell my mom about that. Like The fact that someone said that about us makes me feel very special because that's, what we were hoping to bring. We understand how local sports here in the Valley have been. Yeah. You get, you get what, like three minutes of my man Richard Signs on Fox 10, you know, recapping the day's events sometimes. And that's the yeah. most that you get. So we're happy to be able to bring you this coverage and, and uh, make you excited about this team because it is a team worth being excited about, let me tell you. Yeah. And can I also just say that, like, I, and I, you know, I rooted for this Diamondbacks team growing up and I was always immensely frustrated by you know local radio pretty much any local outlet you could find 
you know, it's Cardinals and it's Suns yeah. almost all the yeah. time, if, yeah. if we're being honest, right? Yeah. That's sort of just the general, that's sort of what you get in the Valley. And Leah, I'm sure you can maybe, um, yeah, you probably <laughs> experienced this with the Coyotes, Coyotes as well, who I, I'm convinced some some local sports analysts don't even know the Coyotes exist. Yeah. Um, but uh, But yeah, like our goal here is to be able to you know, we're here every day, right? We're here five days a week talking about this baseball team. <laughs> and you're not you're just not going to get this many other places, right? Uh, but the, even though the Diamondbacks are like the one team that is in season right now, right? Or one of few teams that are actually in season in yeah. Arizona, the local coverage is still, it's still it's Suns and Cardinals, Cardinals right almost all, all the Cardinals, time, yeah, right? For sure. So that's sort of another goal of ours is like, we want to be your go-to spot for Diamondbacks coverage. And we're here all the time. If anything, you're gonna get. You probably already are sick of us at this right, point after right. a full year. So. It doesn't matter. We're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. You know where to get us. <laughs> We're on Twitter all the time. One of us is awake at all times. <laughs> you're gonna get a snarky comment or something. Whatever you're gonna get, you can always find us. Uh, Josh Hent says between the memes, which Josh is a huge part of. So thank you, Josh. Because yes, yes. You have been Shout as big of a Josh. part of this as anybody has. So we thank you for that. Uh, he says, shows articles in Discord chat. It's been the most fun D-back season of all time. We thank you. And again, we wouldn't do this. We can't do this without you guys. So we thank you so much for everything you guys have added to just make this uh, a team effort amongst all of us, right? Like, we could be a group of people that just all like the Diamondbacks, but we're not. We're a team. And we appreciate you guys being on our team. Uh, before we go, okay, I want to give you guys my DraftKings pick of the week. Speaking Ooh. of a team, speaking of a team, I know Jesse's not going to like this. I'm going to talk football for about uh-huh. 30, 30 <laughs> seconds to three minutes now. So put me on the clock. Uh, did I say 30 minutes? I said 30 seconds to three minutes. We'll see what happens. But, of course, uh, we're very excited to go out to four peaks, and I'm so excited that my pick of the week is ASU to cover the 12-point spread against Oklahoma State. I think they're going to smash Oklahoma State. Uh, ASU's looked very good in their first game, and I think that that is a safe bet for you. Not only that, but then you get to root for the Sun Devils. You get to bet on the Sun Devils. You get to make some money off the Sun Devils. And, of course, uh, not only is college football back, but the first week of the NFL season is here. The DraftKings Sportsbook app is here, hooking our fans up right now. You use our promo code of PHNX. You bet $5, and you'll get $200 in free bets instantly. Your team doesn't even have to win. You could lose like the Rams did. Just get the break speed off you, and you'll still win $200 in free bets. And as an added bonus for week one, just like a similar promotion they had in that Buffalo Bills-Rams game, everyone can experience the thrill of the DraftKings early win promotion. It's this simple. Uh, DraftKings, use the promo code PHNX, bet on an NFL team to win. If that team goes up by 10 points at any point during their game, you win, even if they end up losing. That's promo code PHNX over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh, And the bigger thing is, I have talked about going to the weekend a lot because I had a whole good time. We had dinner in the fancy lounge that I paid way too much money for. Uh, and then we got seats down uh, very close to the stage. Uh, and they were supposed to be obstructed view. They were not obstructed view. So I was very excited about that. <laughs> but what I wasn't excited about really was finding out how much money I could have saved on game time. Mm. Because that's when we started working with them. And the very I've had these tickets in my possession for three years. It was supposed to take place originally. Uh, it was like... It was canceled because of the pandemic like eight times. Well, yeah, it was canceled. It was at Gila River and then they canceled it and then they moved it to State Farm. So there was a bigger a bigger venue uh, and they allowed all of us that had tickets from the original show to purchase our tickets first before everybody else. Right. Uh, Tickets were very expensive. They were much more 
uh, for State Farm Stadium than they originally were with uh, with with uh, Gila River. Uh, and I found out that there were tickets available on game time the night of the show, Jesse. Uh, oh, man. So to have those in my possession for three years, I don't know if I'll ever buy tickets early ever a game uh, again because game time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on concerts shows and sporting events forget going to the scalpers out front of chase field go to game time save up to 60 percent on tickets when you buy tickets last minute that's the most important part you know how it is you have nothing to do on friday night the diamondbacks are home they're playing the dodgers yeah, you were reluctant to buy tickets earlier because you knew what Chase Field was going to look like. But you're like, no, not so much anymore. I want tickets. I want to go. So it's great for procrastinators like me. And I know there's so many of you in the chat. Josh had said, imagine if you went to the L.A. concert, which is the one that he he canceled the show midway through. I would have rioted. You have no idea. You guys would have they never canceled it midway through. Yeah, he lost his voice like he lost his voice Whoa. midway through the show at SoFi Stadium. So he had to not only cancel that show and refund everybody their money. But like he canceled like the like could the you tell rest like of the could, could you tell like during the it was the first tell? song it was the first song wow it was the he, first song. he literally I don't know. it was really? the first song yeah I, all all I know is that Doja can't canceled so he decided to take up the extra time that like they didn't bring on somebody else to replace her he just opted to perform for longer and I mean oh. I think that there's a reason why just like with sports right just like with uh, uh like pitchers and pitching limits and stuff there's a reason why they restrict these like performers when oh, they're on like a world yeah. tour to like an hour or 90 minutes or however long that they're restricted to right they don't want them doing to themselves what the poor weekend did but uh again here's the thing about it maybe if you waited till the last minute uh, you wouldn't have bought those tickets that would end up getting canceled so make sure to use game time if you love us You'll love game time. Uh, the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Uh, we'll also post it on our Twitter account if you're interested in that as well. Oh, Jesse. I'm not ready to end this. I'm not ready. But baseball is about to happen. It's not here. It's in Colorado. We're going to go watch it. Uh, we have these incredible recliners out here and three TVs. We're they're, taking, they're calling our names. Jesse and I are taking that over. We're going to kick back. We're going to watch baseball. <laughs> and we're going to really celebrate the fact that we've been doing this thing for a whole year. All the ups and downs. All the times we did it through 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 little windows. Uh, remember, remember Jesse when he was a little bubble again. Look at him; he's a grown man now. But I mean, I was a little bubble. He was like, a little bubble. He's earlier like, yeah. this week too. Uh, ben, ben says the weekend is like the Jacob Degrom of singers. <laughs> yes, yes, elite, but also uh, on the injured reserve list quite a bit. But, uh, we thank you guys so much for joining us. Of course, until. Sunday when we do our wrap-up show for this Rocky series. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. This guy is at Jesse N. Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs, but of course all roads lead to at PHNX maybe, underscore sports. Uh, maybe Zach Gallon's made some history. Next maybe time we're, Zach, next time maybe we're the next time we're talking, we're talking Zach Gallon yeah. making franchise and MLB history. Uh, if if he feels like it. I yeah, guess, uh, yeah. I mean, he might, he might as well try, as well I guess. Try, yeah, right? we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, but, of course, we thank you guys so much for joining us here uh, in the comments, in the chat, and all year long. We can't, we can't, again, thank you guys enough. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate you for being part of the PHNX family. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun if you try, I guess. I don't know, whatever. <laughs>